Welcome to the new episode of Quarter Quest, Comics on the Cheap. Can I ask you a question before we begin? Have you ever wanted to have your own podcast? If so, we'd like to recommend Podbean. We've been using it for the last three years, and we love it. It's easy to use, and the customer support is amazing. Just go to podbean.com and enter the code HAUNTEDLOG at checkout and get your first month of podcasting for free. That's podbean.com, Haunted Log. Now, on to the show. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of It's Too Wordy, the comic book podcast where three buddies discuss comic books from their childhood and today. I'm Kirk. I'm Ryan. And I'm Nick. How are we doing this week, guys? Peachy. Peachy. Fantastic. So good. Fabulous. So this week we'll be discussing the letter K. And for the new book, it is Adventure Man number one by Image. So I have not read the letter K book this week. So you guys go right ahead. You want to go first, Nick? Sure, I can go first. All right, so we did our top 10 villains, and my top 10, my t- number one villain was Kang, right? And I was like, I don't want to read an old Avengers book. I don't want to read Fantastic Four. Let me reread one of my favorite stories. So I, st- I picked up my graphic novel of Avengers Forever. I'm going to talk about this book forever, because until you guys read it, I'm going to talk about it. So, <laughs> this book is I read the first two issues already. This book came out in 98 and I can't believe it was that long ago. It was done by Kurt Busiek and Roger Stern and Carlos Pacheco. Oh my God. It's gorgeous. So this, this book starts out. The Avengers have just had a war with the Kree and S.H.I.E.L.D. and Starkor captured the Supreme Intelligence. And Rick Jones is sick, and the only person that they can figure out who could save him is the Supreme Intelligence. So they take Rick up to see him, and all time stops. Um, Immortus stopped time because he knows that this is a pivotal point in human history where Rick Jones needs to die or something in the future is going to go completely wrong. Then a a bubble appears and time starts to move again, but only like in a 15, 20 foot diameter. And it's Kang and Kang does not like Immortus, even though Immortus is his later self. He thinks he's boring old and (laughs) he, he just sits and contemplates. He's not a warrior anymore. He, he doesn't fight. He just thinks, and that's all he does. He's he's boring. So <laughs> Kang is like, um, we're not. No, you. We're not going to do this. You're going to fight. We're going to, and I'm going to take Rick, and I'm going to save Rick because I'm going to mess with you. So Immortus sends an army of thousands of warriors from time. This is only issue one. Takes oh, an army 
out of time of a thousand different warriors and throws them against Kang. And Kang's like, sweet. You know, you can throw however many millions that you want at me and I'm going to destroy all of them. So he sends, uh, Mortis sends a guy named Tepes and Kang just obliterates him. And then Rick wakes up. He's like, you need to come with me and we'll save you. But first off, I'm going to leave you here with this guy named Libra, who, if you guys know the Gemini from, from Marvel, they're, they're all parts of the, not the Gemini, but parts of the Zodiac. Right. And Libra is this blind guy who can see balance, which is weird. So, um, the, the Supreme Intelligence, Kang, and Libra all believe that Rick Jones is the needs to be around to fight whatever this thing is. So they awaken the power that Rick had during the Kree Skrull War, where he brought in the Avengers from the 1950s to fight the Kree Skrull War. So in, this time, he brings uh, a Captain America from some time in the past. He brings Captain Marvel, which is Genus. And he brings Songbird from somewhere. He brings Yellow Jacket, Giant Man, the Wasp. Is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. And Hawkeye. And he brings Hawkeye from post Skrull War. So he has no powers. He can't he doesn't have any trick arrows. He can't grow. He's not Giant Man. He brings Giant Man and the Wasp from present day. He brings Yellow Jacket from the days before he got married to Janet. And he's psycho. He's complete psycho. Um, Cap's um, downtrodden because he just found out that the American government is corrupt and that's before he quits so they all have to deal with their own personal issues book is great um, the, the team no matter who comprises the Avengers is still an awesome team they're not super powerful like the Justice League which is great I mean they have to fight super hard and not just rely on Superman and Batman to win everything. <laughs> the art's incredible. The book's not expensive. It's 12 issues. It's a great, it's great read. I mean, it's, it's, it'll take you a while. I mean, it is 98. So there's still a lot of words. So, but I, I definitely recommend this. This is where you'll, you'll meet. If you don't know who Rick Jones is, if you don't know who Marvel, because Marvel's son, Genus is, You'll learn this. Um, it's great. All right. That's all I got. Cool. Yeah, I've been meaning to look at that. And then, uh, Isn't there a sequel to it? I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> I think there's actually another series of it, too. Um, no. All right. So I did Kingpin by Bruce Jones and Sean Phillips. From 2003. And this is before Kingpin becomes big. Ping King. Oh my gosh. Becomes Kingpin. Uh, they actually referred to him as Willie. Um, and the whole premise is him showing how he created the empire uh, that he created by manipulating people. And. Uh, if you've ever seen the movie Lucky Number Eleven, like was like the Kansas Shuffle. City Shuffle or something, big one. it's like this big. It's and if you look, it's on very the, similar to that. 
Um, yeah. The art in it is just absolutely amazing. It reminds me of the early Marvel books uh, where it's more uh, the coloring of it and all that is just more it felt original, you know, where everything nowadays kind of looks like it's just been colored in on a uh, a computer. But um, yeah, it just shows Kingpin going through and convincing uh, these drug dealers to, or one of the drug dealers to basically backstab his um, boss and convinces his boss to get into a fight with another one of the drug dealers. And it's all to work out to get this other guy into a leadership role. So Kingpin can manipulate that role. Um, this is just fantastic. Bruce Jones did a great job with it. Sean Phillips, like I said, the art is just gorgeous. It's not a very expensive series. I think it's only like seven bucks or seven books. So it's not very pricey. Um, you actually see the first interact. Well, it's not really an interaction, but you get to see where Kingpin actually sees Spider-Man for the very first time and how he kind of despises Spider-Man because Spider-Man put a kid in harm's way trying to stop a criminal. And so Kingpin had to run out to the street and grab him and just burn this, like, who the hell do you think you are? Look at Spider-Man. It was great. Absolutely fantastic book. Definitely check it out. I forgot how great it was. Awesome. All right. So next we're going to do Adventure Man number one. What do we think? This was great. Does it scream Doc Savage to you? It felt like it. It did. It felt like it a little bit. Um... <clears throat> I like how it was basically two stories in one. You know, you get mm-hmm. the advent, original Adventure Man, and then you kind of get the whole um, Princess Bride feel, where it's like, yeah. oh, it's just the grandpa reading to the kid kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, the one character, who was it? I wanted to make sure I brought this up, because I thought this was just, a, they killed it with this character. Uh, who is it? Oh, uh, the Phantom, the Phaedra, Phaedra Phantom. Yeah. When she talks, her word bubbles are clear so you can see the images behind it. Uh Uh-huh. I thought that was a fantastic little piece that they did to that, giving you that whole feel of the character. This was just amazing. Yeah. I was telling Nick, there's a lot of pages. It was a heavy book, but it was it was really good. So it flew quickly. Yeah, it for as many pages as it was, it didn't feel like it was that many pages. I, it was easy read. Yeah, it was really quick. I thought I was going to be like sitting here for hours, but yeah. Okay, so I got a question. So when it switches to present day, is that Sally Sweet with her son? Or is she like the granddaughter or the daughter of Sally Sweet? 
the uh, uh, the girl that could fly the yeah, pilot. Yeah. It certainly looks. It's got to be like a granddaughter or something. But no, it can't be. Unless she. Unless she, she has did no drink idea the, her grandmother did this. She drank the potion though. And, yeah. Um, if you if you read Doc Savage um, or listen to the radio play, the there's the black sticks that they drink in like the first book, which give them immortality. So him and his compatriots all are immortal. So maybe the drink that they drank in this gave them all immortality, like Doc Savage did. But she's reading to the kid. So how is she not having any? There is no indication that she thought this was real at all. True. You know, and she saying? didn't recognize she didn't recognize the book either. So, yeah. So that's why I was like, well, it could be the granddaughter, I guess, if the grandmother didn't well, say anything about it. So if her mother opened that bookstore after yeah. Adventure Man disappeared, then she would be the daughter of Sally. What's her name? Sally. Yeah. Sally Sweet. Which would make sense because she yeah, looks I... like her. Yeah, I thought I did re- catch that, but I didn't like think of it as uh, same character or anything like that. I was just like, "Oh, it's so a little bit of resemblance." But, but now they bring it up, I could see it. A lot of the characters yeah. come back too, like the ghost, like Phaedra comes back. Mm-hmm. She's all in black, um, and she hasn't aged, but of course she's a ghost. Yeah, the uh, the shadow character, which was made out of bugs, mm-hmm. was interesting. I was like, hey, it's the shadow. Hey. Yes. But he's made out of creepy bugs. <laughs> yeah. Creepy bug part. I think Fraction Fraction and Brubaker, uh, Brubaker's better known for this type of uh, noir kind of book. Um, but I think Fraction's got a good feel for that same, same kind of time frame a little bit and can develop characters that are very similar to characters you know and love and put a little bit of a twist to them. And uh, this may be the Doc Savage that you want because you're not finding the Doc Savage that you want right now. You know? Right. Okay, I think uh, I figured it out. Okay. So her dad looks exactly like Lonnie Langlis, right? And he's the brawler of the Bowery. He's in the beginning. Yep. Looks just like him. So maybe she's the daughter of him and Sally Sweet. They haven't brought that up yet, but that looks exactly what it could be. Like they had a family and, you know, who knows? Yeah. Get into that. I mean, if unless this book ends in issue two, hopefully it doesn't because it's actually really good. Oh, yeah. I might give it crap for being a Doc Savage ripoff, but they haven't had a good Doc Savage in like 10 years. So, yep. I really enjoyed it. I, it was yeah. uh, a lot better than I was expecting. Me too. Yeah. I was just glad was it was expecting. like 80 pages long for $3. <laughs> yeah. I was expecting it to be a slog, and I really, I read it, and I enjoyed it. It was really good. I also like the part that she's deaf. Yeah. It makes it mm-hmm. interesting. Like, she would just turn her hearing aids down at, at uh, Shabbat, just turn it down. 
Like, sorry, guys, I don't really care. Sorry. Like, I'm lying to you guys because you. I don't really want to talk to you. I did love that part where you kind of went across and it, this is why I'm lying to this one and this one and this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a good way to introduce them. Yeah. Excellent yeah. book. Definitely go pick that one up. I mean, it's it's worth it. Yeah, the, for four bucks. Yeah. Yep. It's worth it. All right. Awesome. So, anything going on in the shop there, Ryan? Um, Dean just got set up to start receiving DC books once they're done with Diamond, so no discontinuation with that currently. Um, sales still runs until the end of June. Uh, they just did a big auction up at... Uh, what is it? Uh, Metropolis, Illinois, or whatever, because it was Superman weekend. And so I'm sure he's probably going to be coming back to some goodies from there. And you had a holy, holy X Men Batman. <laughs> yeah, that was last week, wasn't it? It's all running together. Yeah, they got a big uh, collection of X Men books in, and it had a lot of uh, keys in, yes. in it. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I can't afford any of those, so. <laughs> well, just in case you in. missed it, I wanted to let you know. No, that's awesome, though. But, yeah, some of those issues are, like, a little pricey. Yeah. Yep. All right, so if that's all that's going on, we'll that's move it. on to everybody's favorite segment. The Random Reads. All right, I'll go first. Um, I'm going to condense mine down into one, but it's a. I read James Bond issues one through four. Um, I'm a huge James Bond fan, and the comic book starts just out just like a, a regular old Bond movie does. He's a. Uh, in bed with a woman and it turns out to be an ambassador's mistress and he uh, has to escape because they're starting to fire on him and he has that he has the perfect one-liner well to be fair you were supposed to be with your wife tonight ambassador (laughs) you know it's kind of funny but in this book he in this in these issues, he is looking for an art counterfeiter. So, it's just all the investigation and into that. I don't want to go into too much of it. But, if you really like James Bond, and I'm looking for alternatives to, you know, most of the time all I read is, you know, X-Men. Superhero. Superhero. Mm Mm-hmm. He's a good alternative, you know, can't go wrong with James Bond. So that's what I had this week. Cool. Nick, would you like to go? Sure, I'll go. Um, oh. So I was going to read this for my K character, and then I got halfway through, and I said I can't do it anymore. So I read Amazing Adventures featuring Killraven, Warrior of the Worlds, number 30 from 1979 Marvel Comics. 
Hoy. No. I've not liked Killraven <laughs> since I was a kid. I still don't like him. I think it's horrible. He... Uh, he's like... Okay, so it's the future. Mars attacks. That's why it's called War of the Worlds or Warrior of the Worlds. So it's a... Mars attacks Earth. They enslave us. There's a kid who grows up in slave pens, gets friendly with some other people, and becomes a rebel, like a rebel. He wears a sleeve and a garter with little stars on it, giant boots that are up to his thighs, and a tiara. I don't know a how tiara. much. I don't know how much more seventies this guy can get, because Disco holy ball? crap! Um, <laughs> put Dazzler in here; that'd be perfect. Um, he's got a buddy that he met in the slave pens, and then he's got a half, <sighs> half genetically created woman with green skin. And can you guess what her name is? Mint Julep. Oh, this is the future, <laughs> the future oh. of 2009 or 2019. It was 2019 is the future for this. Oh, my God. I, I was like, could you just Mint make it like true? I don't know. Mantis. Why does it have to be mint julep? But the part <laughs> I got, I got through half this book and they're all talking about, oh, you, you know, I'm a rebel and I'm already captured and I escaped. And then. He's on his way to escape, and you turn the next page, and he's captured again. And I was like, you know, that's bad story writing. So I can't finish this. I mean, I know this is a throwaway issue of Amazing Adventures, but it's the Kill Kill, Kill Raven sucks. Let me just say that. (laughs) I mean, back in the day, even Star-Lord sucked. So maybe if they could put Kill Raven in a movie, people will actually start to like this character. But no, he's, he's garbage. Then I'm going to have a big gripe with this one Um, It's called Battle Beasts from IDW And this came out in 2012 This is based off of the toys from our childhood Battle Beasts Remember when they were like fire, water, wood And they'd have like little things on their chest And they were little animals You know how expensive those little fuckers are now? Those little toys are so damn expensive because people are going out and trying to get all three different variations of the same figure. I wanted to because I love these things. I hate this. This book was great. <laughs> this, this, I'll say this. The first 10 pages of this book, great because they're on their planet and you're learning about them. And then they go to Earth. Fuck that. Stop going to Earth. Stop. Yep. You know, just put it on their planet. I wanted to read about their planet. It was such a good, like, Dungeons and Dragons story that they just ruined it. It's like the He-Man movie. Leave it on Eternia. Don't I don't care about Courtney Cox. Leave it on. Leave it. Leave it there. I want to watch Skeletor. I don't. It's. I don't want to watch Anakin do pod race. I want to watch Darth Maul beat up Obi Wan. I don't want this. What a waste. What a waste of a great concept. I mean, did you know that Battle Beasts were part of the Transformers universe? I'm just going to talk a lot. So just so you I know, did not know that Battle Beasts are part of the Transformers universe. <laughs> okay. So, 
It's one of those weird things that you learn watching YouTube. <laughs> so, but no, the artwork's great. Story was good for the first half. I just, I, I, I hate that when they just, hey, we're, we're going to bring it uh-huh. to our planet. Stop it. Stop it. Just leave it there. Yeah. Yep. It's like that Conan book where they brought him into the regular timeline that we did a review on a while ago. That wasn't Conan, mm-hmm. but it was like some barbarian walking through the 20th century New York City. I don't care. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. I want to see him fighting Felsa Doom. I don't want to see him do this. Like Conan doesn't belong in the Avengers either, so but Savage Avengers is still going. Yeah. I don't know how. Unbelievable. They have to hit their quota of forty Avenger books at one time, I guess. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens when the X-Men come back in the MCU. And then it will be all X-Men books. Again. It'll be all X-Men. All day. Longshot will have a series again. No, God, I hope not. Snow Patrol will have one. Oh. There should be a there should be an X Man named Snow Patrol. I'm sorry. There should be. <laughs> there should be an Oasis, a Snow Patrol. Uh, yeah, just name a whole bunch of like '90s guys that you take out of the past and name them after bands. There you go. Actually, I think there is an Oasis in X Men 2099. There is. That was the wasn't that the series title or the book's title, Oasis? Oh yeah. That might be what it is. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've read that. Yeah. But there there really should be. There should be a Nirvana. Yeah. <laughs> big head Todd in the monsters. That would be pretty yeah. I'm surprised there's not a big head Todd. I mean Grant Morrison <laughs> wrote it for a long time. How is there not a big head Todd? Yep. He's super smart. <laughs> Got a big brain. Got a big brain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. That's all. That's all I got. Yeah. I got it out. Well, you got <laughs> I got it out. Okay. All right. Um,. So I did something that's killing the children number seven by what is? James something oh. uh, by James Tyon the fourth and Werther Del Edra. I swear I need to start just picking up books that I can pronounce. Um, and this is the start of uh, actually the previous book was the hold on. No. Okay, so one through six was the first storyline. This is the beginning of the second storyline. Um, and the parents found out there's all their kids are torn apart. And the gym at the school is being used as a morgue while they're trying to kind of put the kids back together again. Um, and the... I am blanking on the girl's name, but the girl that's there to take out these demons um, set up a trap and her pet, uh, her pet uh, octopus stuffed octopus is telling her it's not going to work. And she's like, shut up. I already know that. And then her handler shows up and is like, 
it's not going to work. You know, it's not going to work. Well, the reason it won't work is because they're not tangible until they're eating something. So they've got to be eating something for her to be able to kill these creatures. And it's the breed or the brood from the mother that she just killed. And, uh, the, her handlers like, I'm supposed to come here and take over for you. And she's like, yeah, you're not going to do that because you refuse to get your hands dirty. You won't do it. He's like, yeah, you're right. Let's go figure out what we can do to take out these monsters. And that's kind of how it ended. Um, this, there is something about this book that just, it gets you every issue. And even if it's a slow issue, like this one was, you still want more of it. Um, is definitely worth reading. Boom found a hit with this one. And then I, boy, um, I had a lot of self-restraint this last week. I really wanted to text you guys and tell you I got this book because I don't think you would have believed me that I got this book. I got <laughs> Legion of Superheroes number six. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Well, there goes my L L for next week. <laughs> um, it was the first appearance of Gold Lantern. I had to get it. <laughs> it's um by Bendis and Suk, and you jump right into the middle of a storyline. Um, the cover's got Doctor Fate on it. Superboy, Golden Lantern, Monster Boy. And what I learned from this is Legion still sucks. Um, uh, I, uh, some kind of panic going on. They now or they have a little screen next to each character you're meeting, so you know who they are. But I mean the covers indicating Meet the new recruits. Monster Boy, Gold Lantern, Superboy, Dr. Fate. Okay. Monster Boy appears in two panels. And all he's doing is hurting people off the planet. Superboy shows up. Tries to help out the situation. So he was at least doing something. Gold Lantern shows up. He tries to do something. Dr. Fate, nowhere to be seen in the book. Not in the book. I went through it twice looking for Dr. Fate. He's not in, or she's not in the book. False advertising and Bendis still sucks. It's false advertising because he was in issue one. So was Golden Lantern. This is actually the first appearance of Golden Lantern appearing. Huh. Maybe they'll say that. Maybe that's the first time he gets to say a word, but I think he was actually in something else. Uh, because there's a page here. He comes flying in. I have this. Greetings, John Kent. I am the Golden Lantern of this galactic Golden Lantern. He's such an amazing story. Wait till you hear it. So here he's been here the whole time, too. Yeah, so um I I will say this. I went into it trying to be as open-minded as I could. Still too big of a cast of characters for me. But it made more sense. This book made more sense than some of the, the previous Legion books that I've read in the past, where I was like, nope, never doing it. So 
just still not my thing. Okay. Is that all you got? That's it. All right, so now we're going to move on to the list. This week it's top 10 J characters. I'll go first. Number 10, Jack in the Box. Number 9, Jack Flag. Number 8, John Jameson. Number 7, Jolt. Number 6, Jack-O-Lantern. Number 5, J. Jonah Jameson. Damn, (laughs) Spider-Man. 4, Jack of Hearts. 3, Jessica Jones. 2, Jackal. And number 1... I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Nice. Nick, you want to go or me? I can go. I think I'm going to have some of that are on both of your lists. We'll see. Um, Number 10, Jack Flagg. Number 9, Jamie Braddock. Number 8, Jason from G-Force or Gachaman. 7, Jack Lantern. 6, Jetfire from the Transformers. Five, Jane Foster. Four, Jinx from G.I. Joe. Three, Jade. Two, Judge Dredd. And one, Jack of Hearts. Nice. All right. Ten, J. Jonah Jameson. Nine, Juggernaut. Eight, Jetta Call. One of your Green Lanterns, Nick. Yep. One one appearance. Uh, (laughs) Seven, James Gordon. Six, Jason Todd. Five, John Stewart. Four, Jessica Jessica Cruz. Three, Jack Jordan. Two, Jade. And number one, Jack T. Chance. Was that like six? There's one, two, three, four, five. Five, and Jack Jordan was never a Green Lantern. I said four. He's five. related. <laughs> so okay, then six. <laughs> All six. right, six. Damn yeah. it, I was close. <laughs> Number one, there was no question about who that was going to be for me, at least. No. All right. So, do we have any news this week? Yes. Denny O'Neill passed away. Okay. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. That sucks. He was such an amazing writer. Um, he reimagined Green Lantern's books. That's why the big hit for me. But uh, he also made Batman cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Didn't he do? He create Ra's al Ghul. Think so. I think uh, he he took those books that he wrote and put them in a down to earth environment that made people think about things. And uh, he was one of the great ones. Hard traveling heroes. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. S- sucks. I, uh, this is not related, but I saw the world's greatest curling movie. There's a curling movie? Yeah. 
is so good I can't remember the name. And it has if it's Liz- the only one, wouldn't it be by default the world's greatest curling movie? No, um, <laughs> it had some weird name, but uh, sweep the it ice. Had Leslie, I don't know, but it, it. I wish I could remember the name. Damn it! But it had Leslie Nielsen in it, like before he died. It's like two thousand. Well, that's good. Two. <laughs> No, it was like 2002, 2003. Oh. Because I was like, I was like, is that Leslie Nielsen? Sounds like Leslie Nielsen, but he's got long hair and a beard. (laughs) I was like, and you know what? The movie wasn't that bad. It was actually not a bad curling movie. So wow. yeah, we found we found it on Hulu. Wow. Let's so. see. Curling movie. I'll find it. Just IMDB Leslie Nelson. Before he died. Before he died. Oh my goodness. Men with brooms. I was close. <laughs> yep. Yep, I said sweep the ice, but it's men with brooms. <laughs> sweep the ice, Johnny. Sweep the ice. Sweep the ice. Have you ever heard that song? There is a song called Sweep the Leg. Nope. It's it's actually done by the guy that played uh, Johnny, his brother. <laughs> nice. nice. <clears throat> yeah, it, it's really catchy, so you should de- definitely check it out. It's called Sweep the Leg. All right. You got anything, Nick? Um, no, um, not for the show. But uh, I, I think I might be. I think I want to join the local pinball club. No, sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. I was when I was talking to Zach, he brought it up, and I was like, "Wow, you could." I didn't know about this, so. It sounds like fun. Just go and play pinball with a whole bunch of guys, and and if you win, you win a, a whole table. So nice. Sounds like, like fun. I was like, "How many tables do you own, world champion?" But I didn't ask him that. But I'm, I'm sure he has I a own lot. seven, seven hundred tables. Well, uh, <laughs> I I didn't ask, but he, he he did say that he does have some in his house. So. I was like, man, wow! But I also found well, out that you can lease pinball machines for your house. You don't have to buy them; you can lease them. Nice, like for thirty bucks a month. Hmm. I was like, uh, yes, please. But get well, twister. I always love that pinball one. You do have to have some. You fill something up with that other part of the room. You have your basement, so. I was looking at Goodwill, shopgoodwill.com, and guess what they have? A pinball machine. Guess which one? Nice. Twister? Which one? Ted Nugent. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's got him with the guitar that's the, the gun. Yeah. I was like, really rock. Woo. So he's like, I don't care. I'm like, that's $500, and it's in freaking Tennessee. I'm not driving down there for it. <laughs> Watching every right. bump on the way home. 
Oh, it's broken. All right. Damn. If it wasn't Ted Nugent, it might be worth driving down there for. Right? But no, it's Ted. <laughs> all right. Well, if that's what all everybody has. Yep. Uh, Go to your, uh, wherever you listen to your uh, podcasts on. Give us a like, subscribe, leave us a comment, leave us a review. And yeah, have fun. Read more comics. It's been Kirk. Ryan. And Nick. See you next week, guys. See ya.